0: Exploding watermelons are a phenomenon this summer. A man with three parrots is suspected of robbing a customer at a McDonald's. And a teacher is arrested after being pulled from the classroom with a cup full of wine. These are the Weird Stories for Monday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a very humid closet. I'm Jonesy. You're you. Thank you. There's an epidemic this summer of exploding watermelons. Why are they exploding? Guys, you're supposed to put vodka in your watermelon and let it soak, not gasoline. In case you're wondering. (laughs) Watermelons can offer a nice explosion, it says here, of flavor in your mouth. They shouldn't be spontaneously combusting, though. They are fruit, after all. So what's going on? It says, oddly enough... This is exactly what some fans of the popular fruit are worried about following several consumer reports of watermelons that are foaming up this summer. We have in the story Emily Durbin, who happens to live in Florida, probably eats a lot of watermelon soaked in various liquors. Uh, She probably smokes watermelon because she's a Floridian. They smoke it down there. They try to smoke everything in Florida. (laughs) It leads to some strange behaviors. I have to tell you, Emily... Posted about this ominous looking fruit this week on a Facebook group called Mommy Needs a Recipe. She shared a photo of a large watermelon perched on her kitchen counter with white foam oozing out of it. She wrote, we bought this watermelon yesterday at Walmart. My husband left for work around 6 a.m. And when I walked into the kitchen around 9 a.m., this is what I walked into. The white stuff was a foamy, bubbly substance. The yellow juice was chunky and thick. The odor was absolutely foul. It made me want to vomit. It notes here that Emily was also uh, very perplexed by the rumbling that was going on inside the watermelon. She stood far away from it, anticipating an explosion. Many Facebook users commented on her social media post to say that they had also experienced exploding watermelons in recent weeks. Here's a quote from one of the other individuals. My melon was on the counter. It must have already been bad when I got it. Next day I came down. There was an awful smell. And there was rotten melon everywhere. It was all over the kitchen. It was disgusting. Anytime I get something, I usually cut it up right away now. Another person made a comment about their experience, saying that, Well, this happened to me before. It wasn't really leaking, but when I cut into the watermelon, it it literally exploded. It was the biggest bang I've ever heard and scared the Jesus out of me. The article also says that earlier this month, the Bangor Daily News in Maine published a story about exploding watermelons, detailing an incident involving a watermelon that Maine resident Julie Rains had recently purchased. So yes, foaming fruit, foaming fruit, yes, the foaming fruit is trending, but why? And should we be concerned? Well... They consulted several food safety experts for this particular article to get to the root of the bizarre phenomenon of these exploding watermelons, and here's what they found out, and I'm going to report it to you. In case you have a watermelon in your kitchen, you might want to read this or listen to this, rather. What causes watermelons to foam and explode? Well, we have Keith Schneider, a Ph.D. professor of exploding watermelons. Just kidding. He's a professor in the Food Science and Human Nutrition Department at the University of Florida. He's, uh, he's in Florida, so we should listen to him. He says this isn't the first time he's heard of foaming or exploding watermelons. He says, well, this is probably due to the heat. This fruit, if slightly damaged, can begin fermenting. If enough fermentation occurs, which produces gas, enough internal pressure may build up for the watermelon to crack or pop, or as people are describing, explode. He goes on to explain that the excessive summer heat that we're experiencing is wreaking some havoc on the quality of some of the produce. He called it an unexpected consequence of climate change. As part of the fermentation process, if certain microorganisms are introduced into the watermelon, they convert sugar into alcohol. Ooh, we're talking about naturally alcoholic watermelons, guys. This should be the center of any picnic this summer, I would say. Uh, Keith says, this is the same process that happens in beer and winemaking. The offshoot of this process is CO2 gas, that thing that puts the bubbles in your beer. Eventually, an explosion could take place, especially if the wound heals over and pressure is allowed to build up inside the watermelon. All right, so it sounds like that's what's happening chemically with the watermelon. The article then asks the question, are these foaming watermelons safe to eat? Well, I say dig right in because they're clearly alcoholic. It says here, foaming watermelons are neat to look at and great fodder for social media, but they're not exactly good to eat, guys. What's going on is this watermelon that's foaming is undergoing some sort of decay, so it's best to bring it back to the store and get a replacement. Or just toss it. Yeah, good luck returning a exploding watermelon to the store. I mean, unless it's Trader Joe's, they'll take anything. I brought back half a pie. They're like, what's wrong with the pie? I was like, uh, I'm full. So (laughs) they're like, okay, we'll take it. These are good pies, right? Um, They also recommend letting your sense of smell guide you in these scenarios. Basically, our noses are pretty good at telling us what is safe to eat. And if a fruit smells bad, clearly it's rotting. So trust your nose. How can you avoid these foaming, exploding watermelons altogether? Well, proper food storage can help. Here are some tips from this article. It says a watermelon is basically sugar water, and if kept at room temperature, the fruit will respire and use oxygen and the internal sugars to breathe. So a warm fruit will lose sugar more quickly and be less sweet. If you keep it in the fridge, you can store it for a week to 10 days. That's what they suggest. So keep your watermelon cool. It actually tastes much better cooler anyways in these hot summer months. Like a cold slice of watermelon. Have you ever had watermelon beer? It's one of my favorite beers, by the way. They used to serve it at this place I, I frequent in back in Boston. Boston Beer Works. They used to have a watermelon beer on tap in the summertime. And on the rim of the glass they would put cold little slices of watermelon for you. So you drink the beer, drop some of the watermelon pieces in the beer, eat the watermelon. I mean, it was just like the most refreshing beer I've ever had in my life. I highly recommend it. And you can buy cans of watermelon beer out there from certain microbreweries, so look for that. A great summertime treat I recommend. A man with three parrots is suspected of robbing a customer at a McDonald's. They're calling him the Bird Bandit. The Bird Bandit. Watch out for this Bird Bandit. I'm looking at a photo of the Bird Bandit covered in birds, guys. I don't know uh, why you would rob somebody covered in birds. Doesn't seem like you'd make a very swift getaway. Unless the birds help him fly away. I, I, I don't know. I think this guy might think he's a pirate. I don't see an eye patch in the clip here. Uh, There's footage of this Uh, police in the Seven Corners area of Fairfax County, Virginia, are looking out for this suspect. He's likely to stand out in a crowd for more than one reason. He's covered in plumage. (laughs) They say he robbed a victim with a knife Tuesday morning, 8 a.m. at a McDonald's. The poor victim told the police that the man pulled out a knife and robbed him in the McDonald's. The man is described as being between 28 to 32 years old and has tattoos surveillance video shows the suspect wearing a black cowboy hat on top of which is two parrots he also wore a patterned shirt and there was a third parrot on the shoulder the suspect who the police have described as the quote bird bandit left the area in a blue ford suv naturally the police are on the lookout and they're asking for the help of the public to find this man and his feathered accomplices so they can put them all behind bars. Them all all behind bars. The parrots had nothing to do with this man. They're just innocent bystanders. They happen to just be attached to the guy because I assume they're his pets. It's not their fault that he makes bad decisions. Wants to rob somebody at knife point at a McDonald's at 8 8 a.m. Very strange time to do so, by the way, I might add. What a terrible thing to do to your pets. You know, pet owners, I, I feel bad for the pets. That happen to find themselves in the midst of some crazy person. You know, I've seen it many, many times, and they get dragged into these things. These poor birds might have a lawsuit on their hands in a few weeks, and that's not fair. It really isn't. Parrots in general oftentimes get dragged into somebody's pirate fantasy, yeah? You know? It could be Halloween. You know, the poor parrot's like, just leave me alone. I don't want to leave the house. And then someone's like, no, you're coming on my shoulder. We're going to a Halloween party. You see this peg leg that I'm wearing? Do you know what it costs to install that? You're coming with me, bro. The poor birds. A teacher was arrested after being pulled from a classroom with a full cup of wine It's wine o'clock somewhere, guys, but it should never be during school hours. That's how the article begins. Very funny. An elementary school teacher in Oklahoma was arrested for allegedly being drunk on the job after she was pulled out of her classroom by some staff. She had to explain why she had a cup containing wine. Her name is Kimberly Coates. She's age 53 and a grade 3 teacher at the Perkins Tryon Intermediate School in Perkins, Oklahoma. Kimberly was removed from the classroom the very first day of school. (laughs) The first day. Man, I guess her summer never ended. (laughs) The first day. She's drinking wine on the first day. Imagine what she'd be doing by the time graduation rolled around. I don't even want to know. I'm also surprised, admittedly, that this is an elementary school and not a high school. I mean, elementary school, kids, pretty easy. It's the high schoolers, my god. High school? Can you imagine teaching high school? No, man. I'd have to be drunk all day to teach high school. I'd have to have edibles during my lunch break. There's just no way I could handle high school kids. They're so mean. They just berate the teachers. Oh, boy. I remember being in high school. We were just so cruel to the teachers. Looking back on it, I really feel bad for them. And I'm wondering if any of them, any of them were drunk. I, I, I don't recall seeing it, but I, I imagine there had to be, had to have been a couple that were, hitting the bottle. Uh, it says here, Kimberly was questioned by the school superintendent Doug, and a school resource officer, who gave her a breathalyzer test that I assume she did not pass. She initially denied drinking at school, but then she later confessed that she had drank half a box of wine at 3 a.m. that morning. Wow, so that was before school even started. She was already half a box in. I'd imagine she's like, well, I'm not going to let this second half of the boxed wine go to waste. I'll just take it with me to the classroom. I'll finish this off by lunch. (laughs) First day of school. Unbelievable. Um, Doug commented that Kimberly appeared to be off and that... that she didn't seem like the same person That he had spoken to that morning <laughs> She was, she was uh, Doug she was drunk that morning She was just more drunk by the time you spoke to her At 8am uh, Kimberly confessed to the drinking Took the breathalyzer Which indicated a blood alcohol level of .24 Which is three times the legal driving limit She also says she takes medication For her anxiety Oh this poor girl's just really First day of school she's like I remember having the jitters the first day of school I, I didn't have the luxury of being able to drink boxed wine on the bus ride. That would have been great. I would have been able to handle it much, much better. Now It says here the discovery occurred of this activity when Doug helped gather her belongings when she was asked to exit the school just because of some quirky behaviors that they noticed. Doug discovered a plastic cup that allegedly contained the wine, asked what is in it, to which Kimberly replied at first, That's my juice. (laughs) Yeah, that's my juice. That's my anxious juice. (laughs) It's the first day of work, bro. That's my anxious juice. I take my anxious juice when I go to work. I take my anxious juice whenever I take a test. I take my anxious juice when I get on the highway because the highway is crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. Uh, The school resource officer alleged that this is wine. After smelling the cup, Kimberly insisted the cup was from home and the lingering smell was from the day before. Coates, who also allegedly admitted to drinking as she drove to school as well, was arrested on the anticipation, anticipated charge of public intoxication. She has since been released. No word on what's going to happen with her regarding charges or whether she'll get your, her, their job ba- her job back. But I mean, this is Oklahoma. I mean, it's probably pretty difficult to find teachers in Oklahoma. They might give her a pass on this, I'd say. One day you're drunk. Eh? It's Oklahoma. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's drunk in Oklahoma, I assume, on the job as well. I'd expect everybody to be drunk. The McDonald's employees, the Walmart employees, the teachers, sure. The police. If you told me the police were wasted in Oklahoma, I would not be surprised. Be like, son, I'm going to give you a breathalyzer for the way you were driving. Don't be, don't be scared. I took mine this morning. Barely passed. That's why I'm here. Hello, my friends and loyal listeners of the Weird AF News podcast. Hope you had a nice weekend, and I hope you enjoyed that Florida Friday episode that I put out. It's pretty good, and I'm going to thank everybody who sent me Florida stories. And just, you know, shout out to everybody who reached out to me over the weekend. Appreciate it very, very much. You can always reach out, funnyjones at gmail.com, or you can call the show as well. Leave me a message. Leave me a little voice note, 646-450-2012. I'm on Instagram at funny jones if you'd like to check me out over there see where I might be performing stand up comedy if that's your thing. And then lastly if you'd like to uh, support the show uh, because you're rich then that's that's pretty cool. Uh you can donate to the arts, you know, be one of those uh, what are they called those philanthrop philanthropists? Is that what they philanthropists? Is that what is that what that is, that what that, that is? a ph- philanthropist? You a patron of the arts. <laughs> Well, anyways, you can go to my website, weirdafnews.com. And over there, you can buy me a coffee or you can join the Patreon. That's another way that the Patreon, you become a patron by joining the Patreon. That's pretty cool too. And uh, yeah, we'll keep it brief. Appreciate you and I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, good luck with your life, man.